3: Don't forget, once a day, you can play the free to play BetMGM fast break game inside your BetMGM app. A chance to win daily prizes. You're the point guard. You can pass to KG, dish it to Jalen Rose, or take it in yourself for a dunk. You score, you get a prize. It's our free to play BetMGM sportsbook fast break game inside your app. Your chance to win a reward every single day if you score a basket. 20 minutes from now, Mike Rutherford of Card Chronicle and the Mike Rutherford Show to talk college hoops with a big card tomorrow. We're now just about, mm, let's see, nine days away, uh, less than a week and a half away from conference tournament season, really hitting full speed for the big conferences. Some of the small conferences get started as early as Monday and Tuesday of next week, an hour from now. We'll take a look at the American League Cy Young Award market after looking at the National League earlier. A reminder, anything you may have missed, you can rewind inside your Odyssey app or just download us as a podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts, search BetQL Daily. Watch the show this beautiful Friday, whatever you're up to. Hopefully it's a good one and you've gotten an early start to the weekend. Twitch.tv slash BetQL or YouTube, Odyssey Sports. And um, the combine continues. We saw, we saw very large men running yesterday, including TeAndre Swift, who was a large human running as fast as he possibly could. Uh, we saw guys like Chop Robinson, some of those edge rushers and front seven guys putting up really nice times. We'll see how that affects where they go. We talked uh, yesterday about corners and tight ends, where Brock Bowers goes. Like I said, if you want to go back and get that as a podcast, you can. Those guys will work out today, Saturday. So tomorrow, as we're sitting here, quarterbacks and offensive linemen will work out. We know quarterbacks will be the focus guys. Um, We are now 10 days away and this is how the NFL plans everything perfectly. It's all this big interconnected web of constant storytelling, but we're 10 days away from the legal tampering period and free agency officially opens two days later. That's when you got to find a quarterback. If you don't think you're going to be able to get one in the draft, but if you're the Chicago bears, for instance, you can get one in the draft. Caleb Williams is the guy. Um, he will not be working out this weekend, Joe. Uh, won't be undergoing any medical exams at the Combine either. Jaden Daniels won't be working out. So this is really an opportunity, I think, for Drake May to solidify himself in that number two spot. If he throws well tomorrow night, um, I think he not only solidifies himself as the number two, um, but there's a chance that Jaden Daniels is going to have to come back and show people even more at a pro day than maybe he can. to to The 2-3 is more fascinating at this point. We've mentioned that several times than the first overall pick, I think.
0: Yeah, that's. it seems like we're, that's where the draft starts. Um, and we're still getting more and more stuff. I, I don't know that anything is changing here. Uh, I think there's a difference between saying – okay, the Bears are going to take Caleb number one overall, and then and then what is Caleb going to be? It's it's kind mm-hmm. of like this week, Caleb going to the Bears has taken over the combine, but the opinion on Caleb has been kind of pushed to the side. Like, rap sheet comes out and says, all signs point to Caleb to the Bears number one overall. Yeah, I agree with that. Daniel Jeremiah is saying he'd be surprised the Bears don't stick at number one and take Caleb. That's what everybody's saying right now. Um, last week, Boomer Esiason of Odyssey, said if Ryan Pauls doesn't take Caleb Williams number one, he should be fired. It it feels like we're going too far. Like, we watched the same college football season, right? I'm not saying Caleb Williams is going to be a bust in any sense. I think he is the number one overall pick. But since the end of the college football season, uh, we remember when he was the favorite, but it was minus 400, minus 500. Now it's minus 1,000. Like, what has changed? The tape is the tape. I still have question marks about Caleb Williams, but it feels like if you're just following the media and the coverage of the combine, a lot of those question marks are being pushed to the side completely. Um, But yeah, that is more interesting. What happens with two? What happens with 3 There They're respected analysts out there. I heard Lance Zierling uh, of NFL.com yesterday say that if Jaden Daniels had a different stature, if he was a bigger dude he would go number one overall because that would answer a lot of the questions that you have, you know, with Drake may it's stupid. And it kind of reminds me of what was going on with CJ Stroud. But the the question is reps. And the question is North Carolina, Aaron, like, it, it's tough because those North Carolina guys have not fared well, but um, I, I hope that Stroud has completely shut down that conversation about Ohio state QBs.
1: Mm-hmm didn't Sam Howell also go to North Carolina Mm -hmm. he had a rough go of it here in Washington and then I was just reading a blog about how commanders fans are now their PTSD has been triggered by Josh Harris sitting in on these quarterback (laughs) meetings so uh I guess the hater in me is like I'm sure they'll find a way to mess this up that's just what a Washington (laughs) does they've been searching for a quarterback for years, I think they had one in Kirk Cousins and they messed that up. Why don't we just bring that back again? No, I'm just kidding. But still, it's crazy that they just find a way to mess this up time and time again. Um, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It seems to be a lot of back and forth now between Drake May and Jaden Daniels. So they've got a tough decision to make. Yeah, and, and
3: that's the that's the thing is, are do you really think that this is the kind of class... That should go one, two, three at quarterback, I think is the first question to kind of bring it back around to where you started, Joe. And there's one, there's one discussion. Okay. Where do we think these guys are going to go? And then the ripple effect discussion is, well, what happens when they do go where they're expected to go? Like, I think it was Tannenbaum I heard this morning or the other day, compare this quarterback class to the 2004 class, Manning Rivers and Roethlisberger. Oh, stop Um, it. sweaty Tannenbaum. Get
0: out of (laughs) here. Jesus, do we have to? But, Everything. well but, So
3: when we're talking going one, two, three at quarterback, though, like is I understand the value on positions has changed in the last 20 years. Like, I totally get that. Every franchise wants to find their quarterback so they can build around that guy. Um, but that's this is why I keep coming back to and I sound a bit like a broken record. Quarterbacks are going to get overdrafted in this first round. Um, yes. And I'm not even talking about the top three. I'm talking about when we get to McCarthy. People talk about him going 10th or 12th. I mean, what what are we doing with J.J. McCarthy? Bo Nix uh, right now, if you look at it, he's favored to go to the Broncos at plus 275. Is Bo Nix a quarterback worth drafting at 12th overall? Raiders plus 450. He's a top 10 quarterback. Um, as in a top 10 first round draft pick caliber quarterback. I don't see it. And I still have questions. Like, I have questions about all three of these guys. So, May, mm-hmm. there's the obvious North Carolina question, which, again, we can talk about whether that matters or not after watching CJ Stroud kind of bust the Ohio State myth. Um, with Jaden Daniels, it's is he going to get himself killed because he likes to take big hits? Or is his arm worth it? And will he learn at the NFL level to not take those hits? And then with Caleb Williams, it's the biggest question of. Is he actually this good? Is he actually like to your point, Joe, worth being an absolute shoe-in? You should get fired if you don't take this guy first overall quarterback, because the guy I saw last year, he's he's really good. I don't want to take anything away from him and say he's not good. He's a really good quarterback, but is he a is he a franchise
0: cornerstone? I, I think it's fair to have doubts. Yeah, we, we all saw the Notre Dame game and he played in conferences, didn't have any defense. Like life is gonna mm-hmm. change. And how is he when he's working through his progressions? can, can you know it's it's not going to be the NFL's not a situation where you can just kind of wing it. Okay, first got, first read isn't there, and then he's going off the fly and that's where he ended up getting a lot of big explosive plays. That's the way that's the world of the NFL now. Last year was one, two four. Like, how at this point, where did people have Anthony Richardson going last year? And then he ends up being the four. Why? Because you push it up because it's the position. Uh, A few years ago, one, two, three, two outright busts in Zach Wilson and Trey Lance. And Trevor Lawrence, I don't know. Right now, he's an average quarterback in this league. He took a step back last year. So we don't know where we are with Trevor Lawrence. They might all, all three could be busts. So unless it's a year where Kenny Pickett is viewed as the best quarterback in the class, There's going to be three going very high. There's probably going to be four or five. I agree with our guests that have been on the show this week, Ben Brown and Scott Smith. It seems like everybody's in agreement that there will be five guys that go in the first round. Yes, 100%. I agree with that. Is there a possibility of six? Sure. There's a possibility. thing is the teams at the top are there for a reason because they don't have a, a quarterback. So if you could make an argument, For those three, they're all going to go very high. And then you get that next tier, that next tier. There there are so many. I mean, you could make the case that nearly half the league is looking. Um, Seattle is the favorite to take Penix, And a year ago, it was like, wow, look what they did with Geno Smith, comeback player of the year. And a year later, they're in the quarterback market.
1: Well, that's just it. Almost every team could use a quarterback. And if you don't, like you might as well see what you have with a young quarterback on a rookie deal. It's a good problem to have if you do strike gold on one of them. So I think having more quarterbacks in the first round getting drafted is a good idea because so many teams whether they're getting injured or the these guys just straight up stink like so many teams we just always talk about injuries and bad quarterback play so if you're going to have a quarterback rich draft it makes sense to see a lot of them go in the first round because you just never know which one of these are going to pan out at the NFL level
2: the connection between you and your therapist matters that's why alma focuses on helping you find the right someone to talk to not just anyone When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search by what you want to focus on, like anxiety, relationships, or big life transitions. You can also specify preferences around gender, race, faith, and more to help you find someone who's more likely to understand where you're coming from. Alma also makes it easy for therapists to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of providers in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash not just anyone Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast.
3: Yeah, it brings me around though to the idea and I think when I looked at Kuiper's mock and we talked about Bucky Brooks mock draft the other day. I think they both have eight or nine offensive linemen going, which is the other group that'll work out on Saturday. Um, you know, I, I firmly believe anyway that you build around the offensive line because your quarterback doesn't matter who it is most likely if your offensive line can't keep them from getting killed. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've gone on my rant before about how that was one of the problems here in Pittsburgh over the last half decade is they let the offensive line age out And ended up putting a middling overdrafted first round quarterback behind an offensive line in transition. If you can figure out the offensive line first, and again, this seems like a really strong offensive line draft. Then, you know, we get caught up in talking about the strength of the quarterback class each and every year. And I understand why, for all the reasons both you guys mentioned. Um, And people are already talking about, well, no, this year's quarterback class is definitely better than next year's. Well, let's be honest. We have no idea what's going to happen between now and a year from now in a quarterback class. It's re- it's yeah. it's I don't want to say impossible, but it's very hard to determine. You know, it, I remember a few years ago we all thought Spencer Rattler. Oh, he's going to be QB one in his draft class. <laughs> Spencer Rattler may not go on the second day of the draft this year. Mm-hmm. Um, things change, and the one thing I think you should lean in on in a year where you've got probably seven, eight, nine first-round caliber offensive line prospects, take care of that before you take care of your quarterback. You know, especially if you're in a situation where maybe you can get away with it for another year, your Seattle with Geno, I think, is a great example. Um, Less so in Pittsburgh with Pickett, but there are spots where maybe you say, hey, I'll kick that quarterback can down the road for a year and just make sure I have a quality offensive line that I believe in around that quarterback position
0: when I do go to figure it out, you know? I don't have I don't have a problem with that approach at all. We've seen it work. The Lions are expected to be set up for success for a long period of time. Why? Because they did that. They took care of the trenches. That's what they did first, and then we'll fill it in. And guess what? We didn't need to get the elite quarterback. See, these teams right. get so scared that, okay, like what you just said about Spencer Rattler, you know, as ridiculous as it is, after the 5-6 that we've been talking about, Caleb, Daniels, May, McCarthy, Penix, Knicks, after that, it's Rattler. It is. He's <laughs> the right. next guy. You know what I mean? And So after this first, early, second run of QBs, are we going to wait until the fourth or fifth round before we see another quarterback? I could see that in this draft. Mm-hmm. And, you know, teams get worried. Okay, let's say we build up. Are we ever going to get that opportunity to get a top-flight quarterback because maybe – We'll just be average and then we'll be stuck in the middle and we'll be like the Broncos talking about taking J.J. McCarthy, you know, in the teens or something like that, a, a Bo Nix. And how often do those work out? Um, but, yeah, I would I wouldn't mind that approach at all. You're, t- you're still talking about a premium position. You have the uh, you you could end up getting the best at any position. And that's why a, pe- a lot of people are in love with Marvin Harrison Jr., because he's got the highest floor and you know he's going to be in the league. He's expected to be a stud for the next decade. And and it, and it's now a premium position. I don't know that I would go that route. I would prefer the, the line, like you say, in pass rushers, not as strong as previous years. But I don't hate that idea at all. It's just how you want to go about your team building.
1: And also, offensive line just seemed to be a common theme about all these teams. And it started in preseason, struggling. Bad offensive line, bad offensive line. Another team, 49ers trading and bringing in trent williams you know i mean uh, now they have brock purdy doesn't matter who your quarterback is when you've got a stud you know offensive lineman like trent williams so i'm with you i think it's a great point
3: we'll see uh it definitely feels like one two three quarterback is not going to change between now and draft day and it certainly feels like caleb williams first overall to chicago is starting to be written in in ink we'll wait for the first domino to fall maybe this weekend with fields being traded Uh, let's dive into college hoops because it's a huge day tomorrow really from noon till midnight if you want a string of ranked matchups five different big ones from the big east to the west coast conference we dive into all of it with mike rutherford next right here on betql daily presented by t-mobile the official wireless partner of odyssey sports